0: <sighs>
1: Hi, I'm Yam.
0: I'm Tom, and this is the Family Affair Podcast.
1: Which is actually not a podcast.
0: But it's kind of a podcast. Ta-da! Okay. <laughs> Introduce yourself.
1: I'm Yam, and I'm a singer, I'm a performer. I make music, I write music, I have fun making music. I've released a couple of records, and I just love art.
0: Nice. I'm Tom. I'm an entrepreneur. I have had many different careers in my life, from owning a toy shop to trying children's birthday parties, being a drummer, and now I'm managing yeah.
1: That was a very crisp and short introduction. I like that. Yeah. I am going straight in. It's no secret that we met on Instagram. Do you remember where you first spotted me, what I was wearing, and what I
0: was doing? I do. I was on Instagram and I saw you on the Explore page. Wow.
1: What does your Explore page
0: show you? (laughs) It shows me like uh, cars, planes, football stuff and girls. Okay. Yeah.
1: So what was I doing?
0: Uh, You were singing in your car next to Debbie.
1: What was I wearing?
0: Uh, You were wearing a lilac top and your hair was out and big and curly
1: for your information debbie was my friend who was living with at the moment she's an incredible entertainer from ghana
0: what did you think when you got my message on instagram
1: um so you messaged me about business you were in ghana involved in a charity which i thought was an amazing thing it was during lockdown and you came up with a charity that supplied Ghanaians with like goods and uh, provisions and like was it like it was like an emergency kit it was like a box yeah, yeah it, was it was like was a like box a, full of box yeah and I thought that was like a cool idea especially for like a not so privileged and you wanted to combine your charity with music so you DM'd me about that but to be honest I didn't reply to that right away because your profile picture freaked me out <laughs> I never told you this but it's like you had like this really long hair and then you, you had like this beard and it was like, it looked like you looked like a cross between like missionary and like sad indie man, musician.
0: So you didn't think too much when you got the message sort of saying, hi, let's let's meet up. And uh...
1: in my defense, I was like super busy. I was like creating the video for I Agree. So me and Jay cool shout out Jay cool who is like one of the illest directors in Ghana. Legend. We're creating like the video for... Um, I agree. So I was very busy. And when I'm very busy, I literally just browse my DMs. I don't really open them. Apologies to everyone. If I didn't see your DM, it was probably because I was in the zone.
0: You didn't and see was- mine, so I deleted it.
1: I kind of saw it, but I was very suspicious of your looks. So I didn't <sighs> reply right away. It was only like when a week later when I was done with all the stress and I and I sat down with my friend and I said to her like, look, this guy messaged me. and She was like, You should give this a go because it's like lockdown, nothing is happening, you know, good business, good networking. And that's when I saw that you had deleted the message.
0: Yeah, I was shy. A lot of my friends at the time, I'd said to them, oh, wow, I've seen this girl on IG. And, uh, you know, I'd like to message her or like hang out with her. I think she looks cool. Like, and they were like, no, 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 you shouldn't message her. And I was like, oh, why? 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 She was like, no, she won't be interested in speaking to you or anything. <laughs> I was like... That's so harsh. I was harsh. like, that's so harsh. Like, yeah. I'm just going to message her anyway. And and one evening, uh, Kukwa was like, yeah, yeah, just message her, message her. And... Kukwa well,
1: is, a, her. is a filmmaker. You were friends, you were hanging out at the time, right? Yeah, She's yeah. an amazing young film. She's filmmaker.
0: very talented, yeah. yeah. And uh, she was like, yeah, just message her. I think we were out and about and I was like, excited for the night out and I was like... Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm going to message her. Like, what have I got to lose?
1: Yeah, so when I asked you, like, why did you delete the message? You came straight back and you were like, you didn't even tell me why you deleted it.
0: No, and we actually looked at that message quite recently and it was like just some nonsense.
1: Why did you, I mean, why, you didn't think I would reply or what?
0: Everyone was like, you can't message her. She only dates rappers.
1: That's crazy and false. You're not a rapper. That's a lie.
0: That was the feedback I got. So when I didn't get a reply immediately, which was, you know, over expectation on my part, I was like, I better delete this.
1: Right, so when I finally replied, I feel like we tried to meet each other a couple of times, but it didn't work.
0: Yeah, you said you'll call me when you're in town and you're hungry.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, why else should I come to town? It's either for work or for food.
0: Ah, true. I guess you thought I was just offering food.
1: What else is a man there for to (laughs) buy you a good meal?
0: In the midst of a world pandemic.
1: Right? Scarcity.
0: Fair enough. Like,
1: anyway, yeah. so enough. you didn't pick up. I was like, "Whatever."
0: It was the day after my birthday,
1: right? So I just was like, "Okay, so next time I'm in town and hungry, I'll call you then." Mm. So that's what happened. Actually, I was in town editing, so it was for work. Mm. And then you got out of the car. We finally managed to kind of like create a link. You came and picked me up with an Uber, which was already like. Why doesn't he have his own car?
0: Because I'm only here for one week.
1: Apparently. Anyway, you got out of the car and I said to Jay, like, I remember before you got out of the car, I said to Jay, like, look, if this guy has on like flip-flops and like long armpit hair and just looks all weird, like- He's wearing
0: his long armpit hair.
1: And just looks all weird, like he looks in his profile pic, I am, you have to go down and tell him like an emergency happened that I can't go and meet him. He actually looked, it was like, it's okay, it's okay, come, yeah, come and see, come and see. So I was like, wow, yeah. Shout
0: out J2 Cool Forever. That
1: was fine. (laughs) Like you were, I think you were wearing like white sneakers. You look extremely clean. You had a fresh cut. You were extremely smart and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, this is, this is cool. So we got and we had our meeting and 30 minutes in, I was like, wait. You're checking me out way too much for this to be a meeting.
0: That's all good. It's not very gentleman like it. I'm a bit embarrassed.
1: It was like a weird mixture of you were like a complete gentleman, but you were also like, your pauses between saying something were a bit too long. (laughs) So I was like, this is not like. That's
0: embarrassing to review.
1: It was not embarrassing. You were just like, you know, when they put their head to the side and, you know, you were doing that a lot and like squinting. And I was like, I don't think he. I think he wants to do business with you. I think he wants to get in your business too. Anyway, so then I was like, because I had been on a fast, because I do that to clear my mind creatively, I fast for about like a week on juice and fruits and veggies. Anyway, so I was like, look, I just got out of a fast, but like, isn't wine fruit juice? And you were like, yeah, it's fermented. And then we kind of had a- biggest
0: lie of all time. This wine, this new health drink.
1: Then you had the bottle, I had a glass and- we got on really well. We we were like we vibing. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, we had a really good time.
0: I taught you about the uh, the Gulf of Guinea.
1: Of course, you had to teach me, and I
0: let yeah. you man's teach plane. me. <laughs> a
1: lot of men maths, <laughs> but it was actually funny. I
0: need, to, I need to like review my first date. It tactic. was actually
1: funny and cute to 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 watch you trying to explain the geographic of the place I was actually from. Yeah. And anyway, and then I was like, you need to like get me home because I think it was dark and you got me home and we walked my friend's dog and the dog really liked him.
0: I got the seal of approval from the dog.
1: So I was like, if the dog likes him, (laughs) because the dog was like really like honest about people she didn't like. That was the beginning of something cool. Have you ever dated a black girl?
0: No, not before you
1: i like that i think it would have made me suspicious if you would have been like a serial black girl dating guy
0: i think my type before was <laughs> blonde hair blue eyes and foreign wow
1: yeah so. yeah i get why you're into me <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's interesting to like find out a bit more like why you were in ghana
1: My being in Ghana was very intentional. I wanted to do cool shit with my friends. And I had just like released this EP, Obaya. And I think you were there because you were seeking business ventures with Ghanaian I had a
0: strong draw to like keep going back there. I'd had like three trips in a row, maybe within like two months.
1: Give me the honest answer. Do you think you and I would have met in London? Or like, no?
0: No chance Moving in different circles. Yeah. And and I I feel like so many random once in a world things happened that led to us moving together and coming together. Yeah. That it's just like, I think that's why sometimes as a couple, it's like, it can be complex because it's so unusual and unlikely that we've actually met each other, let alone got together.
1: Yeah, it's really unlikely.
0: Because of like you, you would have been on tour, like, but we were actually stationary in one place for a year, just getting to know each other.
1: Yeah, I don't think like I wouldn't have gone on a date with you in London. <laughs> but then <Cut>. again, <laughs> but then again, I don't really have a type, so I might have gone on a date with you if you put like all my exes in one Bucket. room, and let's say they would sit at a table. I think it would be really confusing
0: we'd have some notes to compare from wouldn't we I
1: think what you all have in common is that you're overly confident for no reason
0: for every reason (laughs) shout out (laughs) the (laughs) lads
1: what did you think when I told you about my rule
0: the rule where you only sleep with someone three times before they have to commit to a relationship
1: no that's not well explained but okay you tried so basically, I would sleep with someone for only three times. So it's like...
0: Full stop?
1: Full stop. Yeah. That's... Oh, I never right. had... Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. That's um, it. To be honest with That's you, I'd my... never seen that rule before, but...
1: And if it's like, if you wouldn't commit to me, if we liked each other or whatever, and it wasn't like the real deal... Um, then and you he... just
0: run away after three no,
1: times? No, I, I would offer friendship. I'd be like, we can be friends, we can hang, but there's just none of this intimacy is happening anymore. And... A lot of guys were really shocked by it. And they were like, they thought they could break the rule by kind of like keeping me as a low commitment casual girlfriend. But that <laughs> never worked because I had my rule and that was my rule. What did you think when I presented that to you?
0: I think I was in like two minds. I was like, whoa. But I was also like, that's quite cool. And I was also like, I was in three minds well. And then I was like, maybe I can break the rule. And uh, well, I mean, yeah, here we are.
1: I think one thing... Your is, rule works? I've, yeah, I've kept some great friends. Because no
0: one else has said that to me before.
1: <laughs> no one else has said that to You've me
0: kept well. some great friends. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> wow.
1: No, I was kidding, actually. Yeah.
0: So were you suspicious of me being in Ghana alone at this time?
1: I think I was suspicious because you were like, yeah, don't be vague with me, yeah, like...
0: Let's just, that was like COVID confidence coming through.
1: That was just don't it's so weird when you call it COVID confidence. Why? Because you are generally
0: I am, but but confident. COVID gave me like an extra impetus to like like make stuff happen. Would
1: you say you were like a player before you met me? No. Be honest.
0: I was not a player, but I was somewhat playing. And, and- <laughs> I wasn't like kind of like in the first 11. I was more on like the substitute bench.
1: Okay, I think we all got in. Anyway.
0: I wasn't a starter.
1: Anyway, so I just really thought you were really confident. Why did you feel like during COVID you had more like a straight view on things?
0: Because what is life? (laughs) Like it got to the point, yeah, where my view of life was like, i had been through a lot of stuff in my life. You have. Which I'm sure we'll discuss further down in this podcast. Yeah. So I was just like, why not just go for everything? That with you like, want? Yeah, it's almost, I think it was like that film where it's like the yes film. Not that I just said yes to everything, but I just attacked everything with like supreme confidence and positivity. Love that. Yeah. And that was, you know, something that really built what I was trying to do out of COVID, which ultimately was our relationship and, and the other projects I had at the time. So, do you remember our second date where I drove you to the beach?
1: That was horrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, that was horrible.
1: (laughs) That was so horrible. I'd never
0: driven in Ghana.
1: You had never driven in Ghana. You were driving really fast and you were in the opposite lane and people were like yelling at us. I was embarrassed because he picked me up in this big crazy van, which is like
0: emblazoned I don't with charity
1: it was like uh, it was awful. it was just horrible but and i was so embarrassed to be seen with you yeah, in that don't van know
0: we're like about driving in ghana like it's i've driven in a lot of places in the world but ghana has a special type of driving right just i feel like driving. driving
1: in ghana builds your character it
0: like can build You can build and break your character <laughs>
1: It usually builds your character, For because sure. if you want to arrive at your destination, you better have some vim, you better have some confidence, and you better know where you want to go, and you better know what you're doing, because <laughs> people are savage, and people do what they want, and people don't give a fuck about rules. So it's just like, if you know how to drive in Ghana, you know how to live life everywhere in the
0: world. Yeah, it's true. And that was a stressful, that's the most stressful second day I've ever had. Yeah. But I didn't it was, enjoy it, I, I was trying to extend the time we were hanging out.
1: By driving me around in a... I was
0: like, if I take you out of town, then we, I've got the day with you. So if like... All that was going
1: through your mind.
0: I'm telling you.
1: That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> On our first date, you tried to kiss me. What were you even thinking?
0: I think I was being a bit of a lad.
1: What does, for, for everyone who doesn't know what a lad is. What is um, that
0: a guy? <laughs> it's like a guy, like that guy.
1: Yeah, you were trying to be that guy.
0: Yeah, and I, I...
1: I hope you didn't do that in the past. Never. You're
0: lying. I mean, That's fine. Right. I thought it might work again, but it didn't work this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On our second date, I wore a wig. Did you know I was wearing a wig?
0: No, I didn't know anything about wigs.
1: Wow. In 2020, you didn't know anything about wigs? Nothing. Cornrows? Yeah. Braids?
0: Yeah, but I didn't know about wigs. Don't have a clue. Bantu knots. Yeah,
1: you know about Bantu knots. We yeah. don't know about wigs.
0: Yeah,
1: right. You do know that every woman in the industry wears wigs. White women, Asian I didn't women, know. black women.
0: No idea.
1: It works, girls.
0: It really works, girls. I had no idea. Like, <laughs> I was like, she's always got different hair when I see her. And like, I get like different like hairstyles. Like, you straighten your hair or you wear it curly, whatever. Yeah, and I was like. Different color. Yeah. Different texture.
1: I didn't really feel like that was weird at all because I expected you would know.
0: When we first started dating in Ghana was like uh, my Englishness of like enjoying networking and like being chatty and stuff. Yeah. Like that really came up as like a thing. Yeah. You talk
1: to everyone.
0: Yeah. How did you find that in like the early days of our relationship? Because I was very much still like only tuned to like English socializing style.
1: That was so strange to me—the fact that you were just like so open and outgoing—and I think that's just a personal thing. It's not even like an Accra thing because I,
0: I feel like it is a bit of a, a bit of an Accra thing. People do like to keep themselves more to themselves, which I quite like.
1: I now I know it. I think you're just very extrovert. To be honest with you. me, yes, <laughs> you're like one of the most extrovert people I know. I don't think this is specific to location. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because I have spent enough time in London with you to realize that Londoners are not like you. Yeah. You talk to everyone.
0: I do like talking to people, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like you have no, you're not self-conscious. You just say hi to everyone. You just say, like, oh, what are you doing? That's
0: something I love about Ghana though. Like when you come back to Ghana and literally everyone greets one another. Mm-hmm. i think it's such a nice thing like it's yeah it just i don't know it's just human interaction
1: i think we're both just very different i think more i'm more like of an introvert actually sure. like i can work well in front of like a camera or a stage or like
0: a crowd
1: a crowd but one person i'm overwhelmed
0: yeah so, i understand i think that's quite common with artists and like creative people
1: is and it i would never thought of it. Yeah, i, I think it's like just it really who i am yeah i'm like i don't feel comfortable in crowds And you do. So I think that's a good match right there.
0: I can support you in that crowded moment. Thank God.
1: And I remember we started working on my Undercover Lover video quite quickly together. And then we went through all these challenges, like, you know, the director was not getting back to us. I mean, we figured it out in the end. It was great. But like we had so many challenges in like the people's business, like communication. Um, There was... Power cuts, and mm-hmm. we didn't receive the product in time. And then there was a release going on and happening in Germany at the same time in Europe on on you know European basis and American. I just remember, and mm-hmm. people were waiting for like the tools. I remember tools the pressure are, like,
0: for that. The tools. There was to the release, so yeah. much
1: pressure on us to finish this product, and I feel like that's why I really got to know you. You were so cool throughout the entire process.
0: I have ways to eliminate the stress from the situation you know tactics of like changing deadlines and stuff but yeah in that moment it was very much deep end stuff and I was pretty shocked at like the lack of communication to
1: be honest with you I was ready to walk away I was like we're releasing this song without a video I think Tom kept pushing and
0: I'm glad the video came came out yeah it's just wicked video
1: but did you ever think like oh this is a crazy city I will not work here
0: having having lived and worked in London which is very much a crazy city in its own way Whilst it was super challenging to do it in Accra, I was just like, well, It's just another crazy city with all its characteristics. What to I'm it. trying
1: to say is, do you think you're good with people in general?
0: I think I know how to handle people to try and get the product out of them. Yeah. And to, to work with them to, to do stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's amazing to me.
0: The first time we met, you were like, I don't need a boyfriend. I need a manager,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was the first time my beauty did fail me. Mm-hmm. From a relationship point of view, were you like testing me?
1: Well, I think I'm still testing you.
0: Tell me about it.
1: <laughs> of course, I feel like people really become interesting, attractive and beautiful once you see how they react to a crisis or like to something yeah. that is not
0: easy. I feel like crisis reaction is definitely one of my strong points.
1: Yeah, you're good in a crisis. Yeah, I just walk off or like, I'm just like, it's fine. We don't need it. We don't have to do it. And you're just like really persistent. We've got so, to do it. Yeah, that's. That's an interesting combination right there.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. We've decided at the end of every episode, we're going to basically ask an unrelated question to each other. Mm -hmm. And this week's one is...
1: Who is your celebrity crush? Jordan Dunn. That's like taking a bullet. Why? Why? She's stunning.
0: I've got good taste. Good for you. Who <laughs> is your celebrity crush?
1: Jason Momoa.
0: Oh, I can see that. Similar. Fair enough.
1: You have nothing in common with
0: Well, brown hair.
1: Thanks so much for listening, and see you for the next episode with Tom and Ya. This was... Definitely a family affair. Podcast. It's not a podcast.